0: This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Did you hear about uh, Pamela Anderson? Found a stalker in her bed. Said it was very Goldilocksy hmm. when uh, somebody yelled down, said, Pam, there's someone in your bed. She was expecting family to come visit. So she thought maybe someone had arrived early and snuck in the back door. Uh, but no, it was a stalker, a European woman. Hmm and she was found in Pamela's bed wearing her iconic red swimsuit from Whoa, Baywatch.
1: creepy. So she must have been rooting around the
0: closets and everything. Pamela says the stalker handed her a note which read, I'm not a lesbian, but I dream of you. So she's got one exception.
1: there's the hall pass for one specific lady. I'm not a lesbian, but... <laughs> <laughs> but... I'm here! Yeah,
0: I'm in your bathing suit. <laughs> uh, yeah, this woman had been collecting
1: clothing and hiding it under the bed. She had been hiding under this bed for who knows how long. That's very scary because, I mean, it's still scary when it's a, when it's a random woman in there, but if it was, you know, a six foot five dude who got in right. there too, it could be a lot scarier. Yeah. And especially if he's wearing your bathing suit. That's, uh, yeah, that's serial killer stuff. Yeah,
0: no thanks. You break into someone's house, start putting their clothes on. Mm -hmm. Uh, She had been there for a while. She cut her wrists with glass. Oh, boy. I started panicking. The kids went outside. I went outside. Police were called. Anyway, she was deported back to France, and she has some issues. I wish her the best. I'm sure her family was happy to see her come home.
1: We hope she gets the help she needs.
0: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's how you always button it. That's right. Pamela Anderson. It wasn't Borat. <laughs> Remember Borat? That was the plot of the whole first oh, movie. Oh yeah,
1: when he uh oh, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he, had tried the to suit? Kidna- he tried to kidnap yeah, Pamela yeah. Anderson. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm thinking different bathing suit. But, with but that's Borat. <laughs> that's the
0: second time a European stalker has infiltrated <laughs> Pamela Anderson's circle. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Hope uh, you're doing well. Hope you enjoyed that weekend. Weather was pretty nice over the weekend, uh, except for that earthquake in the Taz and Jim listening area that some listeners are saying they did feel last night. St. Catharines, St. Thomas, Ontario. Uh, basically, if you're, if you're a stone's throw from Ohio, you may have felt
1: the earthquake, mm. which was pretty strong. I'd like to feel one someday. Like not, I don't want to be in the middle of an earthquake. Yeah, but I always thought it was kind of cool on TV when you see people in LA or California. You know, their their sh- desk would shake at work or something like that. Yeah. I, I the think be, light over the yeah, kitchen table yeah.
0: swinging back and you forth. Getting a door jam. Nothing major. Yeah, I don't want to actually die. I've pretended to feel an earthquake a couple times. <laughs> what? Well, because you don't want to be the one person who didn't feel it. So if there's an earthquake in the area, you're like, yeah, I think I might have felt it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, there's something.
0: No, I, I, I'm pretty sure I felt it. Uh, yeah, well, I'm cool, too. Sure. Could have been a bulldozer in my area. I don't know. I'd rather go my whole life without feeling an earthquake, just because... Uh, You can't control how
2: how
1: (laughs) intense the earthquake is. But it's like... You can't pick and choose on that sort of thing. It's like if you've never broken a bone, you kind of want to break one just to see what it feels like. You don't want it to. It's a tragedy, but you want to be able to talk about it. You know what I mean? And have an experience. You get clout. Yeah. You,
0: You get earthquake clout. Yes. If you feel the earthquake. Or getting shot, right? That's clout. If you get shot... You want to get shot in the leg or somewhere meaty where it's not going to hit an artery or yeah, any yeah, major organs. Totally. Because then you can show off the scar and people will say, well, what's that from? Ah, it's the time I got shot. It's not a big You deal. don't want to hear it. You know, there was, uh, there was a guy robbing an old lady,
1: blah, blah, blah,
0: same old story.
1: <laughs> You've probably been shot too, right? No, you haven't?
0: <laughs> you should see the other guy. What about struck by lightning? There's a guy in China. Reports. We don't know 100%. You know, uh, uh, things are a little uh, different over in China when it comes to information being released. But there is an unconfirmed report that apparently a guy in China was struck twice by lightning last month in five minutes. Wow. In the span of five minutes. He saw a white light before losing consciousness. Fell to the ground. Before he realized what happened, he was struck again. Dang, God's <laughs>
1: really going after him. <laughs> it's like Super Dave Osborne.
0: <laughs> Just can't catch a break. Then the ambulance showed up and drove over him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Accidentally backed over a cliff. Uh, he was rushed to the hospital. According to the story, was treated with third-degree burns on his feet, waist, and buttocks, but miraculously will be okay. No way. Do they have lottery tickets in China? Because that guy should buy one. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Kudos to Jim. Ran to
1: work again this morning. I did, yeah. Is it getting easier every time you do it? It was harder this morning. I, uh, had, like, I didn't eat well this weekend, and I uh, was drinking more than I have been. Uh, on Saturday in particular. I had a couple cigarettes, which I shouldn't have done. Oh boy. So I was feeling a little rough going up the hill on Riverside. <laughs> I had to stop. A couple, couple loogie stops? Oh, my God, yeah. I, I actually did have to. Like My one whole side of my nasal cavity was plugged, and I couldn't breathe. And, but I got here. <laughs> I made her. Good for you, dude. Mm-hmm.
0: That's that's very impressive. And uh, do you have training today? You're going to the boxing gym? Kickboxing at noon, yeah. You're so. looking your t-shirt's fitting you pretty good there. That's
1: good, thank you. It was a, it was a starting six. to see some uh, some pipes there. Good, good. Well, cuz at this point I was like We're doing the weigh-ins. The the way it works, I'm doing a charity boxing match in November, and there's 30, I think 40 people, 20 guys, 20 girls right now, and they watch you train for three months. In a total, there's four months of training, but after three months, they pit you against somebody that they think would be a good fight for the charity fight. Okay, so we're getting close to finding out who you are going to fight in this thing. Yes, but there's also weight, there was weight classes if you're over the age of 40, you have to be within ten pounds of somebody, and or something like that. But below the age of forty, there are no weight classes. So I, I would think I am the smallest <laughs> guy, or I thought I was the smallest guy in this contest. I asked one of the organizers, and there's one other guy who's, a, who's like two pounds you. lighter than me. But I, I, so I asked him, like, should I be, should I be bulking up? Because I was purposely staying skinny, so I didn't have to go up and fight the big guys. But at this point, if I, I might have to fight somebody that big anyway. So I might as well get as big as possible. I think that's my new strategy, right? Well,
0: don't get big by eating pizza and uh, hamburgers. Like get
1: muscle big. I'm I'm getting Yokozuna big, (laughs) and my finisher will be sitting on somebody. Don't tell me how to fight. What was that called?
0: It wasn't nasticized. That was when the Nasty Brothers would put their, your face in their armpit. Remember that one? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What was the one where Yokozuna would sit her? on your face?
1: Because there was the other one, Rikishi <laughs> fought too, who would literally motorboat you in the turnbuckles with his butt, which is just disgusting. That and that was after he would be wrestling for 30 minutes. <laughs> like, even if wrestling is fake. Oh, that's not? That
0: is not fake. Your face is literally in between a big old pair of hams.
1: They called it the bonsai drop, which is just <laughs> classic. <laughs> bonsai! Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that, was, uh, that
0: was a good one. And <laughs> he just have that little like thong, sumo thong thing. <laughs> gross. On. So gross. The big red band. That's not allowed in boxing, by the way. I'm, I'm pretty sure. That it's against the rules. The bonsai drop. It doesn't
1: say specifically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but, try it. Yeah, yeah, Plead ignorance. A get, what, a, what a way to get banned from the sport.
0: <laughs> okay, so now you're thinking, I know you, you were talking to our friend Aaron from Spartan Nutrition. Yes. He was going to hook you up with some supplements and protein. So now you're trying to bulk up with muscle. Yes.
1: Thanks to Spartan Nutrition specifically. I did go there. I got a bunch of protein powder and even like the stuff you drink during the workout. So I'm, I'm going to try to put 10 pounds of muscle on it in the next two months so you'll, we'll see you'll, how it goes you'll look jacked if you do i'll try
0: yeah well you're you're uh, definitely uh, working at it here and we can't wait to see what happens in the ring the fight to end homelessness with jim kelly if you want to support him in his journey you can donate all the details are on the taz and jim facebook page time for sports devin peacock is our sports guy He's here with a really cool hockey story from the weekend.
3: Yeah. Great story out of uh, Nova Scotia where a 16 year old goaltender, Raya Stewart became the first female player to take the ice for the Cape Breton Eagles uh, got a standing ovation and put on a performance worthy of a standing ovation. She stopped all 24 shots she faced in 30 minutes of play against the Moncton Wildcats. Now, Cape Breton went on to lose the game. So after she left the ice, uh, the goals started uh, piling up, but she was Why'd on they fire. take her out? So it was a preseason game. You play 30 minutes. And yeah, everybody's the... got to get some reps yeah. in there. Yeah. She's 16 years old and has represented the Team Canada at the U18 women's uh, competitions. Already? Already. So it so looks like she's got a, a bright future. Ahead of her, remember-the-name, Raya Stewart.
0: Let's switch back to uh, CFL. We were talking earlier about the Ticats having a big win on the weekend, a much-needed win. Another team that you could probably say had an even more-needed win over the weekend were the Elks.
3: Yeah, the Edmonton Elks. I mean, here's the stat I I couldn't believe when I saw, but I guess it makes sense. They have not won at home since they changed their name from the Eskimos to the Elks. Until yesterday. Wow!
1: So Imagine the, being a st- home, a ticket, season ticket holder, and not seeing a single victory <laughs> <laughs> for four
3: years. <laughs> was it four years? So it's so four years. It's three seasons because it was interrupted. like just
0: yesterday, yeah.
3: Well, it seems, it's because it's <laughs> it's being interrupted by uh, COVID. But uh, October twelfth, two thousand nineteen. Hmm. was the last time Edmonton won at home. Edmonton has set the North American record for losses in a row at home. Yikes. It was the St. Louis Browns and the Baltimore Orioles who shared it at 20. It was at 22 games before they finally beat the Ottawa Red Blacks last night. Uh, 30-20 was the final score. Unfortunately for Hamilton, they might have actually given the Elks a bit of a boost because up until last week, Edmonton hadn't won at all season oh they finally got off the schneid last week against Hamilton now they've they're uh, feeling it now, now beat- they're d-
1: oh, now they're just
3: 2 and 9 now they're 2 <laughs> and 9 but they're going into a couple games with Calgary here i mean the idea that a team that hadn't won at home for 4 years could actually make the playoffs is on the table it's a, not a strong shot but it's I think I got a chip in a chair. What time is the parade today in Edmonton? <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't stopped. It started right <laughs> the after the still last going. Night. Thanks, Dev. <laughs> this is
0: the Taz and Jim Podcast. Lost a legend over the weekend.
2: I think I would like to be remembered as a man who loved all living things and did everything that he could to make it a better world for animals and when he had time did a lot of television shows too.
0: Bob Barker has passed away. And now,
2: here
3: is the star of The Price Is Right,
0: Bob Barker. I'm sure there was a few people that didn't realize Bob Barker was still kicking.
1: Yeah, he hasn't been on Price Is Right for it must be over a decade now. But uh, and Happy Gilmore came out quite a while ago yeah, too. Yeah, God, that made him a legend, truly. <laughs>
2: Love that scene.
0: I, I could just imagine Bob Barker. He probably spent a day, two days on the set filming Happy Gilmore, which who knows? Oh, yeah, this young comedian who was on Saturday Night Live, I'll be in his stupid little movie. But it is truly one of the things he will be remembered for
1: most. Oh, yeah. In fact, he comes back from the dead in that movie, kinda, and grabs, grabs that by the throat. neck. So, oh, it is! It's one of the best ever. And kind of, and even like the price is wrong, beep. Like how many times have people said that to him, or said that in general?
0: Iconic line. Yeah. Uh, Sandler posted a tribute on the weekend, saying, "The man, the myth, the best. Such a sweet, funny guy to hang out with. Loved talking to him. Loved laughing with him." Loved him kicking the crap out of me. Hmm. Heartbreaking day. Love to Bob and his family. Thanks for all you gave us. Uh, Bob will also be remembered as uh, an animal lover, as you heard there. He wants to be remember as some, remembered as someone who uh, loved all living things. He definitely loved the cats and dogs, reminding us at the end of ep- every episode of The Price is Right. Get your pets spayed and neutered. Mm -hmm. Have you done it yet, Jim? I have. boy. Only because Bobby told me to. (laughs) PETA remembered Bob Barker as one of the first stars to go vegetarian more than 30 years ago, urged families to stay away from SeaWorld, and demanded the closure of cruel bear pits masquerading as tourist attractions. Maybe there's something to this whole vegetarian thing, because 99... Yeah. Pretty good run. As you may have seen, the joke uh, on social media through the weekend. I I wish I could... I don't know who the first person to make the joke was because it is a great one. Uh, Bob Barker lived as close as he could to 100 without going over. Mm -hmm. So appropriate. 99. Yeah. Uh, He uh, is being remembered by the Price is Right family. Drew Carey put out a nice statement over the weekend. Drew Carey downgrade from Bob Barker 100% when it comes to hosting The Price is Right. Funny guy. Great sitcom. Yeah, yeah. He's
1: no Bob Barker. He's no, I think that what I liked about Bob Barker, and I don't know, I only saw him in the 90s, so I don't know what he was like before that, but he kind of reminded me of, like, my grandparents and my friends' grandparents. Yes. No nonsense, like, he wasn't even funny by the end of it necessarily, but he was stuck by the rules, he put people in their place if they weren't, weren't behaving right, you know, and like kinda got them back on track, like he was completely- And a classy
0: like, gentleman.
1: Yes, yes. He uh, totally
0: reminds me of of my dad's dad. Yeah. Uh, Papa. Sure, yeah, Old yeah. Oh, Papa yeah. George. Always
1: well-dressed. Yeah, Yeah. that's right.
0: You know, he he put on the production every day, wearing the suit. Yeah. Getting kissed on the cheek by multiple women. That was my papa. (laughs) (laughs) What a stud. I mean, mean Bob Barker. Uh, He was great interacting with those crowds on The Price is Right. And one hell of a run for the man. Rest in peace, Bob Barker.
3: I want to thank you very, very much. For inviting me into your home for the last 50 years, I am deeply grateful. And please remember, help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or neutered. Goodbye, everybody.
0: I know in London there's a big controversy because the 7-Eleven near the University of Western Ontario has uh, gotten the green light to serve alcohol.
1: How this is a controversy is beyond me. The amount of city council time wasted, newspaper space wasted talking about this, why it's a big deal, I do not understand. Well, they say there's a lot of uh, issues with alcohol. Yeah. But
0: there's multiple bars on campus. Yes, they're literally
1: on campus. Yeah. And there's plenty of bars that stones throw away that sell booze as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't understand the problem.
0: I think it's weird because this is... Uh, maybe this is the end game for 711 is to eventually make people realize in this province that it's okay for convenience stores to sell alcohol they can be responsible
1: this will be step 1
0: this will be step 1 that eventually you'll get uh, to take a six pack or you know a couple tall cans
1: mm-hmm. out
0: of a uh, fridge at a convenience store like you can do in uh, a lot of the world <laughs> yeah um, but as of right now this 711 location you have to drink the beer at the 711 so you buy yourself a nice cold beverage mm-hmm. alcoholic beverage and you have to mill about the Seven Eleven
1: and drink it before you can leave. Yeah, one of the few bars in Ontario now that sells you smokes too. That's right, yeah. and lottery tickets. Whoa. It's almost <laughs> like what a combo. casino. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you've got multiple vices, it sounds yeah. like just chilling Salt? at Seven Eleven for eight hours a day, maybe uh, yeah. something you're into. But uh, that is happening also in Toronto. Indigo, the bookstore, is going to start selling alcohol. They got the uh, the go ahead for that, Jim.
1: Yes, and uh, a lot of our female listeners all on board because we posted the comment or the story, the story on our Facebook page, and the comments are ninety nine percent positive. Uh, Elizabeth says, "I feel seen." Uh, Megan says, "I've been secretly doing this for years." <laughs> She's sneaking, <laughs> sneaking a yeti of wine into yeah. the uh, into the Indigo store. I'm picturing either that or putting some Baileys in her Starbucks that she gets at right. the Starbucks in the Indigo already. Yeah, or whatever the, coffee the mini shop they bottles. Yeah. There.
0: They fit in your sock,
1: you know, Uh, you pull them out, twist uh, the lid off. (laughs) (laughs) Olivia says, I see sales skyrocketing. Drunken Amazon shopping is already a thing, so why not do it in person? Uh, Marianne says, Dylan Thomas, Oscar Wilde, Ernest Hemingway, and F. Scott Fitzgerald will have all appreciated this. Notorious alcoholic authors, right? Yeah. Um, Trisina says, they should call it Sip and Flip. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, pop into the sip and flip. <laughs> yeah, a read, a and read. Yeah. <laughs> read a book. Read a book and have some uh, chardonnay. Yeah, other people not so happy. Ken says, I swear Doug Ford won't rest until he's turned every inch of Ontario into substance abusers. I think that might be a little overstep. St- but Chris goes, I was shocked when I first went to Austin and they offered free beer while browsing in many of the stores. Need a haircut? Have a beer. Need a hoodie? Here's a Bud Light while you browse. I would like that. At the Specifically at the barber. Yeah. Be nice to have a drink.
0: I, I think that goes back to the whole drunken shopping thing. It's a smart play as well. Oh, totally. You loosen up the wallet a little. Right. Yeah. That's yeah, not a bad idea. So if you want to have a drink and flip through some periodicals. You can do it now at Indigo in Toronto, but not at the 7-Eleven because unless you're buying that magazine, you're <laughs> not allowed to read it. Not a library. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Taz and Jim, I uh, want to give some shout-outs to a few people. Jim, you're golfing with some buddies on the weekend? Sure. Uh, shout-out to... Sure or yes? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I was going to give them a shout-out. I was like, should I give them a shout-out to their name? I'll give a shout-out to where they work. Union Kyle from Union Gas. Eckert from DG Eckert Construction and Crager from WG Kelly Construction. These are my uh, ski bum buddies that uh, I go with the on the ski trip with every year. We went to uh oh, I can't even think of the name of the the course. Foxborough, I think it was called. Okay. Just outside the sure. kitchen or somewhere. Yeah. Sounds like a golf course. It was nice. I was terrible. Did you play your own ball? No, we played 2v2 best ball, me and my brother versus the other two guys, and we uh, we beat them by one stroke. Oh, there you go. But it was all my brother. I want to
0: give a shout-out to everyone who was in the Lucy's Golf Tournament on the weekend. Lucy's is a bar on Richmond Road, downtown Mm -hmm. London. Great wood wood oven pizza in there, an awesome atmosphere. If you haven't been there, check it out, Lucy's. Uh, They put on a golf tournament invited me to come play and MC the dinner at Fire Rock Golf Club. Very nice. In the Kamokas, yeah. Uh, it was to raise money and awareness for testicular cancer. Special shout-out to Dr. Power, who uh, treats people with testicular cancer. He, he got up there and he gave this speech, and it was incredible about one of his patients and, and uh, what he went through with his... Uh, his uh, battle with testicular cancer. Wow. And, and it's one of those, uh, you know, uh, you know it's a thing, but you don't hear about it as often as some of the other forms of cancer. So yeah. it was pretty cool to get
1: a little insight there. And by the way, I don't know if there's a doctor I trust more than Dr. Power. Yeah. God, <laughs> Danger just... is his middle name. Yeah, <laughs> that's a cool handle.
0: <laughs> For sure. But uh, that was so much fun. Then after the tournament, uh, we went. A couple buddies and I went to a uh, uh, sports bar uh, called Jimbo's. Oh, I know Jimbo's. Have you been to Jimbo's? Oh, I drive
1: by. I've never been in, but I drive by. I go. I gotta go and have a beer. Well, at this your place. name is
0: Jimbo. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. you Should be in there. Uh, it was Cindy Hunter's birthday party. Her husband Dale Hunter, the coach of the London Knights, uh, former NHL player, former uh, Team uh, Canada Juniors coach as well, gold medal coach for the World Juniors. He threw this big party for for his wife Cindy, and it was a karaoke party, which some people wouldn't expect because you see Dale Hunter behind the bench, he's all business, right? Sure. A lot of people don't realize. He is a guy who likes to have fun and he's a guy that likes to have fun at other people's expense. <laughs> he he's a pot stirrer for sure, right? Oh yeah. So he goes around the bar and he's like, Taz, you're coming up to sing a song with me. I'm like, well, how can I say no, coach? I I'm there. He's like, Cindy, come on up with me and Taz. He gets his you know, his brother-in-law, Tom, come on, let's go sing. So there's like five of us up there on the stage. We've got the microphones in our hands. The song starts playing, and like, of course, this is this is what he chose for us to sing. Stomping Tom, yeah. And as soon as the uh, singing starts, he walks off the stage and goes, sits down, and starts drinking his beer. <laughs> Leaves, a, a strands us yeah. all up there to finish the
1: song without him. So he wrangled the crew. To he get wrangled up the there crew. Come sing a song will. with me. Come yeah. sing a song with me. That's hilarious. Yeah. It would have been... I mean, that's a hilarious prank. I wish it was My Heart Will Go On or something even more difficult to sing. Because you can struggle your way through this one pretty easy. It's kind of talk singing, so we
0: we did okay. But uh, nice prank, Dale. We'll get you back. (laughs) The Taz and Jim Podcast. Taz and Jim. Devin Peacock, our sports guy, is here. And Dev... I was surprised that your lead sports story today wasn't Donald Trump. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about now. (laughs) (laughs) On Truth Social on the weekend, Donald Trump posted this. I am pleased to report for those who care that I just won the senior club championship, must be over 50 years old, at Bedminster Trump National Golf Club, shooting a round of 67. (laughs) Now, some people will think that sounds low, but there's no (laughs) hanky-lanky. Many people watch, plus I'm surrounded by Secret Service agents. Not much you can do even if you wanted to, and I don't. For some reason, I'm just a good golfer slash athlete. (laughs) I've won many club championships, and it's
1: always a great honor. Hmm, do we believe that he won it legitimately? Like, the the, the, the rant is crazy, it's typical Trump, but do we believe he didn't cheat at all? No!
3: <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. He is in peak physical uh, uh, form right now, yeah. 215 pounds. I yeah. mean, he, six, three. He, tri- he trimmed down for this. Uh, Phil
0: Mickelson played the course a couple weeks ago and shot a 75. Oh, boy. But his, Trump's... Senior, so he'd be playing from different tees, and they probably did alter the course a little bit to make it easier for amateur players after Phil was there. <laughs> I like this. So Trump is so worried that if people don't believe <laughs> that he shot a 67 that his next post on social media was, head golf professional at Trump National Golf Club Bedminster, Mickey Gallagher, and then he gave out the guy's
1: phone number wow. so people
0: could call him and ask him about it.
1: I'm sure nobody bothered calling that number over the last 48 hours. I called. Uh-oh.
0: This is Saturday night. This is me and my buddies trying to call the, the head pro and ask about Trump's golf score. <laughs>
3: possible thank you and have a great day the mailbox is
1: full i was gonna leave a message for sure
0: bit of a shocker there full mailbox guys <laughs> <laughs> i wonder if uh, old head pro mickey gallagher was given the heads up before trump posted his cell phone
3: number on one level it's kind of cool, former president has your uh, phone number. On another level, maybe not.
1: <laughs> maybe if it but if it's a legitimate tournament, aren't there people actually watching? Like how are you going to get away with this? Is everybody actually going to turn a blind eye? Like, I've
0: heard in the past that former presidents would have secret service agents like dropping their ball in the fairway <laughs> for them, not telling them Making them think they were having a better round than they actually were because if they have a good round then everyone's happy
1: And then if a groundskeeper sees anything they open their blazer and show a gun (laughs) And the guy doesn't say anything Yeah, the official says, hold on, nope Reminds me of Mr. Mr. Burns cheating, you know, Smithers sneaks ahead and he puts the balls down for him Maybe, I don't know
0: Smithers, what are you doing up here? What are you doing
3: with this ball? And all those other balls. Nah, you've been cheating. No matter where Mr. Burns hits the ball, you put a fresh one on the green.
0: <gasps> cheating? Good Lord, Smithers, that's patently unnecessary. I'm one of the world's finest golfers. No hanky-lanky. For some reason, I'm just a good golfer slash athlete. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Did you watch the new Adam Sandler movie on Netflix this weekend? It's getting good reviews. We were talking about that on Friday. Uh, It's called You Are So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah. Mm -hmm. And the locations for the film, filmed across the Taz and Jim listening area. Yeah, yeah. GTA, Hamilton. Guelph. Yeah. Uh, Hamilton connection as well with Arkell's. Max posted him sitting on a couch on social media. Uh, He is. He's sitting on a couch. He's watching the movie, and he's very excited. Listen to this.
3: Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god.
0: Past life, Arkel's song used in the new Adam Sandler movie. Nicely done. That's a bucket lister. Yeah,
1: that's a feather in the cap.
0: Uh huh. Hey, look what look what it did for Bob Barker being featured in Adam Sandler movie.
1: <laughs> Seriously, a, it turned him from an icon into a legend. Hundred
0: percent. Kudos to our They must be uh, pretty excited about that uh, momentous accomplishment. And well, we're talking our Kells, Let's stay in Hamilton and give a big kudos to the Tie Cats. So you're saying there's a chance. Ryan is our producer. He's a big Cats fan, and the team had a massive win out in B.C. You watch the game, Ryan? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you feeling it? You think there's a possibility of a great cup appearance at home now?
2: if they can keep the momentum up from that performance in british columbia absolutely because the tiger cats they had the lead the entire time it was just a dominant performance and what we what we saw is the offense was like starting to click for the first time this season Uh, third string quarterback taylor powell no mistakes you know no interceptions he had a a nice touchdown but the mvp that game was running back james butler number 9 he had 118 yards on the ground wow. and a touchdown and on top of that he caught a touchdown and had 36 additional yards
1: over the air
0: oh. what a boy i always love the cinderella story when the third string quarterback gets in the game and starts stepping up yeah and then the then the first string quarterback uh, starts feeling better, and they're like, geez, do we even bother putting him back in? Because look at the third string
1: go. Oh, yeah, totally. It's, it gets competitive within the team itself.
0: It would be a, a good problem to have moving forward. We got the Labor Day Classic coming up Monday at the Donut Box, Tim Hortons Field in Hamilton. Who's uh, who's in town? It's always the Argos, right?
2: It's the Argo, yeah. Yep, they suck. <laughs> looking real good too, <laughs> unfortunately.
1: This'll got, be a test. Yeah. I gotta get me an Argo suck shirt for sure. I've already got a Ty Cats jersey, so the next step is the yeah, anti Argo I, I shirt. I
0: think I'm gonna be at the game on Monday, Jim. I'm nice. gonna try to go. Okay. So if I see anyone Peddling some Argos suck shirts, I'll, I'll grab gotta you gotta one, okay? One. Yes, please. Yeah, every Labor Day, you got to iron that thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get her out. <laughs> Starch it. Get yeah, it look, yeah. looking nice and crisp. <laughs> and we're to the game. Thanks, Rye. Oski wee-wee, okay. buddy. That was a, that was an awesome win on the weekend for the Thai Cats. And whether or not they're there or, or not in the big game, the Grey Cup is in Hamilton this year. Tons of festivities and parties that weekend coming up in November. So um, put it on your calendar. And if you can make it into the Hammer, if you don't already live there, it's highly recommended that you experience one of the great Canadian sporting events. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Giving away some concert tickets. See Monaskin in Toronto.
1: So Drink till you the gossip, down your Looking
0: for some hot gossip. You tell us some hot gossip about yourself, and we'll give you those tickets. Steve is on the line. Steve, you got some gossip about yourself? Uh, I guess me and the wife, oh. but I'm only using
2: my first name. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good. Okay. Let's hear it. Oh, we, uh, we've we been going to this uh, swingers club the last uh, two months.
0: No Come way. on. Is it like a, in an industrial
2: a plaza or is that a house? Yep. It's at an industrial complex. So like really? an old
1: abandoned factory or what? <laughs>
2: It's, uh, it's just a nightclub. It's a private nightclub. Yeah, okay. so, what is it? so what
1: happens? You walk in the door, they're just naked people h- hanging out, or do you have to go to like a private room once you meet somebody after a couple cocktails? How's it go?
2: No, there's uh, a spot that's open to like, the public with clothes on, and then there's a separate entrance you go into, and it's, yeah, free-for-all. I don't want to get too specific, but is this in Burlington, perchance? No, it's in Mississauga, close to the airport. Okay, close to the airport.
1: From, from that area,
0: who? <laughs> who said he went to something, something similar? <laughs> something.
2: <laughs> and how's
0: <laughs> how's it going? It, it, like you and the wife, is is it rekindled the flame between you guys, or?
2: Yeah, it gets things a little bit uh, a little bit more exciting.
0: Nice. Now, I'm assuming, just like you go to the nude beach, you got to take the good with the bad as well.
2: Oh, there's a a, a very full array of people there. Small, large, old, young. Something for everybody. A foot for every shoe. Oh, definitely. (laughs) Definitely.
0: One man's trash?
2: That's your thing another man's man's pleasure
0: (laughs) another man's pleasure they should put that on the sign out front (laughs) if there was one I feel like this place is too discreet for that
2: is there a secret knock? when you walk in they tell you straight up what it is before you walk in yeah yeah Yeah, just so you're not shocked
0: shocked. (laughs) (laughs) this isn't Uh. the outlet where we can buy returned Costco merchandise (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay well that's some pretty hot goss there Steve we're glad it's working yeah. out for you. You can take your That's wife or thinking. take one of your other partners to go see
2: Monoskin on yeah. us. Oh, definitely. How many tickets do I get? Three?
0: <laughs> yeah, ah. I wish. It sounds like you might need six <laughs> or seven, the way things are going. Uh, you got two <laughs> tickets to go see the band. Congrats. Thank you very much.